Srimad Bhagavatam, Canto 12, Chapter 7, Verses 19-21. Vyatirekan vayo yasya Vyatirekan vayo yasya Jaga sapna sushuktishu Jaga sapna sushuktishu Maya maye shutat brahma Maya maye shutat brahma Jiva vritis vapashaya Jiva vritis vapashaya Chant Yatirekambayo yasya Jagat Sapna Susukishu Maya Maya Shuta Brahma Maya Maya Shuta Brahma Jiva Vitishva Pashtaya Jiva Vitishva Pashtaya The presence as separate. Anvaya and as conjoint. Yasya average. Jagra within waking consciousness. Swapna sleep. Sisukishu and deep sleep. Maya Mayeshu within the products of illusory energy. Ta that Rama the absolute truth. Jiva Riti Su within the functions of the living entities. Apashayaha the unique shelter. Translation. The Supreme Absolute Truth is present throughout all the stages of awareness, waking consciousness, sleep, and deep sleep. 
throughout all the phenomena manifested by the illusory energy and within the functions of all living entities, and he also exists separate from all these, thus situated in his own transcendence. He is the ultimate and unique shelter. Padarte shiata dravyam samatram rupama namasu vijari panchatan tasu yavasta suyuta yutam. Although material object may assume various forms and names, its essential ingredient is always present as the basis of its existence. Similarly, both conjointly and separately, the supreme absolute truth is always present with the created material body throughout its phases of existence, beginning with conception and ending with death. Purport. Moist clay can be molded into various shapes and named water pot, flower pot, or storage pot. Despite the various names and forms, the essential ingredient, earth, is constantly present. Similarly, the Supreme Lord is present throughout material body stages of bodily existence. The Lord is identical with material nature, being its ultimate generating source. At the same time, the unique Supreme Being exists separately, aloof in his own above. Virameta yada chittam hitva vriti trayam svayam yogena vataramanam Translation, either automatically or because of one's regulated spiritual practice, one's mind may stop functioning on the material platform of waking consciousness, sleep, and deep sleep. Then one understands the Supreme Soul and withdraws from material endeavor. Report. Stated in Shima Bhagavatam, Jariyat Yashu Yakoshamri Girnam Analo Yatha Bhakti, devotional service dissolves the subtle body of living entity without separate endeavor, just as fire in the stomach digests all that we eat. The subtle material body is inclined to exploit nature through sex, greed, false pride, and madness. Loving service to the Lord, however, dissolves the stubborn false ego and lifts one to pure blissful consciousness, Krishna consciousness, the sublime perfection of existence. Mukam karadi vachalam Bangalanga Tegini, Lucky Pantuham, one day she grew in Tarnam. O Bagana, Tibiranda, Sagaranja, Shakaya, Chakshavitaviana, the Samai, she got away in Maha. So, what is the connection uh, with, um, of Bhakti Yoga with us? How do we connect? It is actually through intelligence we have a choice to use our purified intelligence to make progress in life or to misuse our intelligence. We have spiritual intelligence and material intelligence. So in Mahabharata, Yudhisthira was asked the question, who is our best friend? And his answer was intelligence. And intelligence is coming from the Supreme Lord who is with us in everything. And so it's very close to, intelligence is very close to the soul close to the super-soul. And there's three, according to Bhagavatam, third canto, there are three divisions of intelligence, waking, dreaming, and deep sleep. And the soul goes through these, and the super-soul simply perceives. He's, he's separate from that. And here it says, when our mind stops functioning on the material level, then we understand the Supreme Lord. So, how, where does intelligence come from in the creation? Uh, Bhagavatam, third canto, describes by transformation of false ego and passion, 
intelligence takes birth. And the functions of intelligence are to help in ascertaining the nature of objects when they come into view and to help the senses. So Prabhupada explains in the purport, this is 32629, intelligence is a discriminating power to understand an object and it helps the senses make choices. So intelligence is supposed to be master of the senses. And the perfection of intelligence is when it's fixed in Krishna conscious activities. Um, if we use our intelligence properly, our consciousness is expanded. And the ultimate expansion of consciousness is Krishna consciousness. So super soul is there. He is simply witnessing. But he's with us. He's, he's giving us facility to enjoy this world. If you go to the park, of course here you're far away from the parks, but if you're in Stockholm, I was just in Stockholm, you see the people walking their dogs. And the dog is allowed to do whatever he likes and the master is waiting. Uh, the real business of the dog is to obey the master, to obey his order. But the master gives the dog facility. You can walk, you can run, you can pass stool, you can pass urine. I'm just waiting for you. So similarly, Krishna, he's so kind. He's giving us facility. You can run, you can walk, you can pass stool and urine. I'm just waiting for you to turn to me. And so that is super so. He's very, very kind. He just wants us to obey his desires uh, revealed in Bhagavad Gita, just surrender to me. And so that is our challenge of our life, to surrender to Krishna, do some service. And it's not so difficult. He just wants a little fruit, flower, leaf, and water, he tells in Bhagavad Gita. And that is available to any poor man, Prabhupada says. You can get leaves, lots, flowers, fruit, and water water and give it to Krishna. But of course it has to be saturated with bhakti. Then he will accept. Then he will accept. That's what he's waiting for. He's waiting for our, our bhakti. So he comes here as Krishna telling us to surrender. Lord Chaitanya is coming, telling us, showing us how to surrender. So Krishna well, Prabhupada translates this verse in Bhagavad Gita, Sarvadharma Pritaja Mame Kam Sharanambrajahis. He translates in different ways, and here there's a beautiful translation here. Uh, why are you suffering here? Give up all these engagements. Because here, whatever you'll do will simply create entanglement and suffer. That's all. You cannot be free to do anything. So don't bother manufacturing your ways of thinking. So, Dharma, in one sense, is manufacturing our ways of thinking. All these new age, they're, they're manufacturing. And then when we also have two witches that are haunting us, the witch to enjoy and the witch to merge into the Brahman. And so we're under the influence of these two witches. Uh, so this is the problem. So we need to turn to Krishna and surrender to him and he will protect us. The super soul is there in the heart. Prabhupada gives another analogy how the super soul is like an expert director of a drama. An expert director makes the actor forget his real identity to become the part he's playing. 
And the more he forgets, the more he plays the part nicely. So we've forgotten our relationship with Krishna and we're trying to enjoy. So Super Soul is saying, okay, you want to forget? I help you. You want to remember? I help you. So if we want to forget, then Super Soul will help us forget. The Gita says, from him, from me comes knowledge, remembrance, and forgetfulness. So uh, we cannot enjoy as long as we think I'm spirit soul. Then we can't enjoy. Sometimes devotees leave the movement and they can't enjoy because <laughs> they know too much. No, it's uh, not the same as when you didn't know when you're in ignorance. So in fourth canto, it's explained in the 24th chapter, Prayers of Lord Shiva. Supreme Lord causes the demons to forget and devotees to remember. If you want to forget the Lord, he'll help you forget for many, many births. And if you remember him, then he'll help you. If you want to remember him, he'll help you to remember. Hiranyakashipu wanted to forget. Prahlad wanted to remember. In fact, he's the incarnation of remembrance, smaranam. So the Lord helped both of them. He helped, but then the devotee won because uh, Prahlad was, was the strongest and when Hiranyakashipu threatened Prahlad's life, then the Lord revealed himself even to Hiranyakashipu. That was by the mercy of Prahlad. That Hiranyakashipu could see the Lord. He was not qualified to see him. But by the mercy of the devotee, you, you get some qualification. So Supraso is sitting there, and he's sanctioning, and he's noting all our desires. He's, he's, uh, so and he, gives, he gives us a chance to fulfill our desires, so be careful what you desire. But of course, once you surrender to Krishna and be a devotee, then he will, give, he will give what's best for you. He will give your desires in such a way that uh, you will come closer to him. And uh, you may even want tell him, no, no, I, 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 so, I'm sorry, I don't want these desires anymore. That was when I was immature and I was more materialistic. Now I'm, I want to just want you. So Krishna is waiting for that for us to say that. I just want you, Krishna, nothing else in this world. So a pure devotee simply wants to engage in service of the Lord, birth after birth, without material desires. Um, so the Lord, he understands. And uh, even the deities here, they understand. You can pray to them for service. You can pray to them for protection. And you can pray to them to go back to home, back to Godhead. So they have come out from the heart, we can see, Panchatattva. Um, Supersoul has come out, he comes out as the deity, he expands as the deity. And we're lucky we got five here instead of one Supersoul. We got five here we can pray to. So take your choice. Uh, all, all five of them are most merciful incarnations. So what is this Bhakti yoga that's connected with intelligence is called Buddha yoga, yoga of intelligence, Bhagavad Gita. The, the jnanis, they can reach to this point of Buddha yoga after many, many births. After many, many lifetimes of speculation, they finally come. It's described that um, what takes so many births is to get faith, shraddha. They don't have shraddha. So the beginning of our devotional service is 
what happens to the gametes after millions and billions of births. They finally get a little faith in Krishna. So, in the Bhagavad Gita, Bhutti Yoga is explained in Bhagavad Gita, 10th chapter, Tesham Satati Yuktanam Pachitam Purvakam. The Dami Bhutti Yogam Tam Yenamam Upiantite. And that's direct communion with the Lord. That once you are uh, conqueror of the six enemies in the heart, lust, anger, greed, illusion, madness, and envy, then you can take dictation from super soul in the heart. One time one reporter asked Srila Prabhupada, how are you managing all these temples? And he said, well, Krishna tells me how to manage. And the reporter said, uh, do you mean that he, he, Krishna talks to you? And then one devotee, I think it was Rameshwar, he said, well, actually, you know, it's the Lord is in the heart, and, and through the intelligence, you get the inspiration. And Prabhupada said, no, he talks to me. <laughs> he actually talks to me. So Prabhupada was on that level. And Krishna was talking to him and telling him, as a reporter, you know, suppose you want to choose a president for here or a president. Yes, yes, Krishna tells me which one to choose. So that was, that was Srila Prabhupada. He was on that level of direct communion of the Lord. And what is the qualification? Preeti Purvakam. Preeti Purvakam. So, beauty yoga. And it means also that if you're intelligent, then you're surrendered to Krishna. You're not going to wait so many births. Jai Panchatatma. You're not going to wait so many births to surrender to Krishna like the Ganis they go through. Millions of births. But you will surrender now. That's intelligence. You don't wait. Why wait for many births? So, one time some devotees went to Prabhupada. One devotee went to Prabhupada and said, there is one common philosophy held by a lot of religious groups that God can be understood directly from within and no guru is necessary. But Prabhupada said, he's a rascal and who accepts him as a rascal? He says, why do you think God is speaking to him? So he's chastised the devotee. You don't know who is God speaking to? You haven't read Bhagavad Gita? One who is constantly engaged with love. That's who. Those who are devotee, 24 hours engaged in the service of the Lord. So that's the philosophy. So many New Age say you don't need a guru. And they write books. They're, they're acting as guru, but then they write books that you don't need a guru. So why they shouldn't write books, you know, what's the use if they're trying to be guru and they say there's, you don't need one? You should throw the book away then. Why read it? Um, so the super soul, when you actually come in contact, he will be ever fresh. He gives instructions how to progress more and more. And Jiva Goswami says the super soul exists in everyone's heart, but in the heart of a devotee, he reveals himself as ever increasingly new. And the devotee experiences ha happiness in his execution of devotional service. So Krishna book in chapter 80 about Sudama, it explains the vision of a devotee. He sees the super soul everywhere. Uh, and Prabhupada says, if one can simply think Krishna is Paramatma, is everywhere, even within an atom, then one can perfect his thinking, feeling, and willing functions of the mind. Now, oh, isn't that nice? But sometimes devotees 
they, they wonder about the goal. Should we actually go back to Godhead? Should we desire to go back to Godhead? Or should we stay here and preach birth after birth? So Burijat asked Prabhupada that question. Should I desire to stay here birth after birth? And Prabhupada answered, don't make me come back here for you. And then another devotee asked, Achyutananda asked Prabhupada the same question. Which is more important, go back to Godhead or to stay here and preach? And Srila Prabhupada gave a different answer. He said, um, one who is preaching Krishna consciousness, he's already back to Godhead. He's preaching, he's engaged his body, mind, and words in Krishna's service only to glorify the Lord. So he's Jivan Mukta, he's liberated soul. He's with Krishna, Krishna is talking to him. I think book distributors sometimes get that um, feeling when they speak to people and they don't know what to say. They pray and Super Soul gives them the words to speak. So one who is a preacher, he's already in the spiritual world, Prabhupada says he's liberated. So when you follow the instructions of Guru, Krishna will give intelligence also. There is a purport from third canto or fourth canto. If a disciple is very serious to execute the mission of the spiritual master, he immediately associates with the Supreme Personality of Godhead by Vadi or Vapu. So if you follow the instructions, you try to execute the mission of the spiritual master, then you're also associating with the Lord. And then Prabhupada adds, instead of being eager to see the Lord in some bush in Vrindavan, while at the same time engaging in sense gratification, if one sticks to the principle of following the words of the spiritual master, he will see the Supreme Lord without difficulty. So if you go to Vrindavan, you'll find all sorts of characters. But uh, you cannot understand just by the external appearance who is a devotee and who is not. There are many sannyasis, they live in the Samoham Ashram, Samoham, I am that, I am the same as Krishna. They'll have deities even of Radha and Krishna and then have illicit sex because they think they're Krishna. So this is going on in Vrindavan. Um, so, yeah. So be careful when you go to Vrindavan and don't take up this mentality yourself. So Bhuti Yoga, linking with Krishna. What happens when we actually are happy in Krishna consciousness? How do, how do we get this happiness? There is a purport in Chaitanya Charitamrita. We, awakening of divine consciousness enthralls a devotee and relishes his eternal mellow. This awakening is awarded only to those convinced by devotional service about the transcendental nature of the personality of Godhead. And what do such devotees do? Merged in knowledge of Krishna, absorbed in Krishna consciousness, they exchange thoughts and realizations like great scientists exchange their views and discuss the results of their research in scientific academies. So just like we have Facebook where people exchange their thoughts. It's, Prabhupada, he talked about that, he predicted, I mean, he talked about it, it's called the mental speculator exchange. Mental speculator exchange where everyone is, the question is, what's on your mind? And everyone tells, what's on your mind? So you have a mental exchange. Speculator exchange.
what's on your mind. Um, but the devotees have a different kind of exchange. They exchange about Krishna, uh, realizations about Krishna, what they have read. And so another, so this is, uh, devotees are eager. Eagerness is a qualification to realize God, to realize Krishna. Krishna wants to see how eager we are. So there is one devotee in Juhu Bombay, my godbrother. He was in jail. He was a street kid, and he was engaged in different pickpocketing and stuff like that. So they put him in jail, but somehow he got a back to Godhead in jail, and he saw the picture of Prabhupada, and Prabhupada had a watch, a really expensive watch, and he said, oh, I want that watch. <laughs> he got out of jail, and he found out where the devotees were. He said, I have to see your guru. <laughs> they said, well, he's not here right now. He's in South India. He said, okay, I'm going. I want to meet your guru. So he went and he got darshan of Prabhupada. And Prabhupada, but after he got, it was like Juva Maharaj. He saw Prabhupada, and then his, all his sins were gone. He wanted to be a devotee. And Prabhupada said, you want this watch? <laughs> no. <laughs> so Prabhupada, this, this devotee got all opulence by being a devotee, much more than if he had been living in the street. Uh, Prabhupada, actually, the first thing he did was he, he says, I want to send you to the West to preach. And this is the dream of so many Indians, especially in the 70s. They just want, they think, oh, heavenly planets, if we go to the West. And so he was, so he was, but he was having trouble getting his passport. So Prabhupada um, said, why, why aren't you going to the West? And he said, well, the problem is, and my passport is asking my father's name, and I don't know who is my father. <laughs> so Prabhupada said, show me that passport. And he signed A.C. Bhaktivedanta Swami, <laughs> or father. So Prabhupada, he, he, he gave us, he uplifted us. He, and that devotee, he became a movie director. He was even in movies. And, and so it's, it's, you know, Grisha fulfills all your desires, uh, whether you want them or not. And I'm sure he had expensive watches too. But anyway, um, we have to be eager. He was eager. Prabhupada gives a story about some thief in Vrindavan who was eager to see Krishna. Same thing happened once he saw Krishna. He, he gave up his desire to steal from Krishna. So we have to be eager to see Krishna, to talk with Krishna in this life. And that's why I joined. When they, Before I joined, I was asking, what's the process? What is your process? And they said, chant, dance, and eat. I said, okay. And if I follow this, what can I hope to achieve? They said, you will see God face to face. I said, yes. I want to see God. Before the last guru I went to said, you will be God. But it didn't, it didn't work. I said, I know I'm not God, but I do want to see God. I can't be God, so let me see God. So that was, that was nice. <clears throat> so Prabhupada explains we should always try to, to find some service for Krishna. Um, and in any, there is no impediment, uh, no impediment. If we engage in devotional service, then it's ahaituki apratihata. It is without impediment, ahaituki. 
So even, I have here the prayer of a child in the womb. Even the child in the womb can pray, so what to speak of us. Here the, the child says, my dear Lord, by your causes mercy, I am awakened to consciousness, although I'm only 10 months old. For this causes mercy of the Lord, friend of all fallen souls, there is no way to express my gratitude but to pray with folded hands. So Prabhupada in the purport says that intelligence and forgetfulness are supplied by super soul. When he sees a conditioned soul is very serious getting out of the clutches of material influence, the Lord gives intelligence internally as super soul and externally as spiritual master or as an incarnation of the Lord. He helps by speaking instructions, are in Bhagavad Gita, and he's always seeking the opportunity to reclaim the fallen souls to his abode, back to Godhead, kingdom of God. There is no sufficient means to repay the Lord, therefore we can simply feel gratitude and pray to the Lord with folded hands. So I'll end with one prayer to Super Soul by Srila Prabhupada. He wrote to Devananda in 1968. Simply our prayer should be, my dear Krishna, Please remind me to always chant your holy name. Please do not put me into forgetfulness. You are sitting in me, within me a super soul, so you can put me into forgetfulness or into remembering you. Please don't put me into forgetfulness. Please always remind me to chant. Even you send me to hell, it doesn't matter, as long as I can always chant Hare Krishna. Lord Chaitanya and Nityananda are singing one very nice bhajan. They're requesting everyone to please chant. Hare Krishna and come along with them. <coughs> so that is our request to everyone. Okay, so I'll stop here if there's any questions or comments you can ask at this point. Mm -hmm. You said there is no impediment, the high to be in the theater, but, but that's when you're engaged without interruption, but mm. sometimes that's difficult because there are other things to do and also like, I don't know, it right. shouldn't be so difficult, but somehow it's difficult to always keep the... the so you, you feel like there's some impediments uh, yeah. if you're not um, on the level of ahaituki and pratihata, without deviation, without some impediments. There may be impediments, but they cannot stop your bhakti. There may be problems, there may be obstacles, but nothing can stop your bhakti or your desire to do service for Krishna. It can't stop your bhakti. <laughs> That's, that you don't lose. Ritashira had a lot of impediments. <laughs> Chichiketu born as Ritashira. His whole body was an impediment. He was a demon, you know. And he, had to, he was supposed to go and kill Indra and fight with the demigods. So he was doing his duty as a demon. <laughs> but... Uh, and, but it was not an impediment for his pure devotional service. In fact, he preached to Indra to fight and said, yeah, you're going to rot here and I'm going back to Godhead, so it's good if you kill me because I'm going straight and you're going to rot here in the material world. And Indra got inspired to fight with Ritashura. Yeah, so it, it looked like a huge impediment and I've seen, I've seen like deaf people chanting Hare Krishna. Now that's an impediment if you're deaf and dumb. But now they've developed a whole, you know, how they do their sign language. 
they've, and they've d developed terms for Rama, Krishna. Krishna is like this, and, and uh, Radha, devotional service. So they've translated, they've translated into Braille, into, into the sign language. Into the sign language they have all these, and they have a video of them speaking Bhagavad Gita and and, and they're chanting also. One and one I had experience in Juhubambe, one deaf person joined. He's still preaching now. And after associating with devotees, he was deaf and dumb. He started speaking a little bit. That was amazing. He started making sounds which he never he couldn't do before. Um, but yeah, they, I, I met also one deaf person in Germany, and she was writing. She had to write the whole my 16 rounds. <laughs> yeah, she was writing, so no impediment. We think we got a problem chanting our 16 rounds. <laughs> you should be in dumb, and, in dumb and deaf. But somehow they they chant and dance and like we do. Uh, that's a, that's an impediment. Yeah, you can't complain. <laughs> Just imagine. Yes. Okay. Um, <clears throat> we know that very simple persons, they are taken by Namadu Tassu. Yeah. Yeah. Vishnu Tassu are taken those who are uh, ready for going to back to God. Hmm. Uh, so in, in between there, um, for example, if a devotee is not completely uh, pure, uh, he's taking, uh, taking birth, for example, in the movement or somewhere else. Right. It's Krishna. Krishna, it, Prabhupada explains that in a purport that Yamaraj is managing the accounts of the sinful people and Krishna is managing the accounts of the devotees. So once you surrender to Krishna, you're under a different manager. Krishna is our manager and he's taking account of everything we're doing. The animals are, are automatic. Nobody, automatic. yeah, they automatically progress. Yeah. And okay. there, so nobody has to manage that. But there are demigods. There are 33 million demigods. Hmm. Okay. So somebody is managing the animals. Okay, you're a dog. Next life, you're going to be a something else. It's a constant, uh, immense turnover. Yeah, yeah. But the, yeah, and the the ones in between. It's interesting. There is an experience of one devotee whose father was dying. She was in the hospital with her father. And he was shouting, uh, uh, let go of me, let go of me, untie me, untie me. She didn't get the devotee, didn't get it. Uh, and she asked the nurse, you know, what is this? He says, oh yeah, we call that terminal restlessness. It's uh, before they die, they get really restless and they shout and they scream. And we call it terminal restlessness. But then, then she, one day she, it dawned on her, wait a minute, it sounds like the Yamadutas had my father. And she was chanting and everything. And, uh, and her daughter said, yeah, I saw them. Her 13-year-old daughter said, yeah, I saw. They have big tusks and ugly faces. They were just up there on that side of the room. And she saw them. And the mother said, oh, okay, now I've got to chant more. And uh, so she kept on chanting, and they were praying now to Lord Shingadev, and 
so, and finally, uh, he became peaceful. They kept on chanting. So he's like a case, in, like the relatives of the devotees, they're in between cases also. I mean, they have, I mean, they have the benefit of having a devotee in the family, but she said he was very sinful. He was hunting animals and all kinds of things, so he had to suffer something. And then she asked him, are, are they gone? And he said, yeah, they're gone now. <laughs> yeah, so, uh, yeah, you could ask the nurses in the hospice what they experience. The terminal restlessness, there's a term for it, seeing the others. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so there are in-between people. Um, there, another story I might have told last year was uh, about one person who had a near-death experience and was taken to Yamaraja's court. They had this, uh, he, a person had a near-death. Yamaraja said, you're very sinful, uh, you must suffer. And then he asked his secretary, any good thing this person did? And, and the secretary said, yeah, one good thing. He waved to the Harinam party. <laughs> and all the court went, oh. And then Yamaraja asked, how many times did he wave? Four times. <laughs> so Yamaraja said, okay, I'm going to send you back. If I send you back, what are you going to do? I'll join Hare Krishna's. <laughs> so that's how we know the story. He joined somewhere in Eastern Europe. And, uh, and so that's, those, that's another case of an in-between person. Like, he's not a devotee. He's, but I heard in some Harinam, I uh, can't remember where now, maybe Stockholm or maybe, I don't know. But uh, some waitresses came out. And, oh, yeah, I think it was the Stockholm. Some waitresses came and they were giving uh, water to yeah, the devotees. It was, it was just the recent there one. Three waiters standing there with bottles and with glasses. bottles and glasses, and they, and they were they were given to the Harinam party. So just imagine, <laughs> they will they will definitely get some some benefit for that for giving serving the devotees agata sukriti. Amazing. Mm -hmm. Really? Yeah. <laughs> wow. That's really good. You should tell Tapas he's having a hard time getting a temple in the city. <laughs> They're kicking him out, all the, all the shop owners. You have to find those, those favorable ones. <laughs> yes? One Russian lady, she was throwing eggs on Harinath on her balcony, and later she became devotee. She was doing what? Throwing eggs. Oh! Eggs on Harina. But later she joined Yeah. Yeah, when I was in Nepal I used to go for a walk to the mountains every day and one lady was watching me from her tailor shop and just seeing me she became a devotee. Just seeing me walk every day. I didn't preach to her, I didn't later after I visited Nepal she said, Oh yeah, I saw you walking every day and I became curious and <laughs> she became the boy. So we, we don't know how powerful it is what we do if we just go out and people see us and you know the Harinam. The Harinam is very powerful. 
Yeah. Okay, any other questions? Yes? I have a feeling I asked this before. <laughs> but when we say that the super soul in the heart for a devotee is Krishna, is it that, you know, the Vishnu form leaves and Krishna comes, or is it that he just changes his. Uh, um, yeah, so does the Vishnu form leave and Krishna comes? Uh, the answer is, we see the Lord in the heart differently. Yeah. And there was a verse, a very important verse, which Subhag Maharaj was lecturing on. It says, the Lord appears, the Ishtadev appears according to the Lord you worship. That's how the Lord appears to you. Yeah. So when you think of the Lord, when you think, most of us don't think of super soul. We think of, we don't think of the four-handed form. We think of Radha Krishna, we think of Panchatattva. So that's how the Lord will appear. And that's the Lord who is, the super soul is neutral. Uh, he's taking charge of the sinful and the conditioned souls. But the, when we become devotees, then um, the Lord does change. Our, he becomes our Ishtadev. That's who we see in the heart and we worship. And we're encouraged by Srila Prabhupada in one lecture in Switzerland. He said we should make a diamond throne in our heart, a diamond throne and put our, put our deities there and offer them water and feed them. And he said, this is a fact, it's not false. This is truth, you can do this. Look it up on, on Vedabase, making a diamond throne. God would encourage us to think of the Lord as our Ishtadev, the Lord in the heart. <laughs> and Sachinanda Sami also says that. And that's, that's in court, that's with that verse 929. Uh, which is about super soul. And Prabhupada talks in the purport, how super soul is neutral, but if you're a devotee, then he, he's your friend, he becomes your friend. So the Lord, who becomes our friend, it's Krishna has that, that relationship. Of course, super soul is also, but we see him according to our worship. Super soul is actually for the yogis, Naniruta. They, they meditate on super soul in the heart with four hands. That meditation is for the yogis, and it's described in Bhagavatam. Meditation of the yogis, uh, Kapila Dev, chapter 38, 28, and third canto. Meditation, they meditate on the Lord, on Aniruddha, with four hands. And for devotees, we have Radha Krishna, Jagannath, Gornitai, in our heart. And that was that verse which he talked about, that the Lord appears according to our desire to worship him. Yeah. And, and the heart is also called the uh, space of the heart. So there is, like sometimes you think the heart is such a small place, but there's actually, if Krishna is there, then everything can Yeah, the whole, all the Leela is there and, <clears throat> and everything. Hmm. What do the yogis wish to attain by meditating on this form? Um, the, the yogis, yeah, what do the yogis want? They want mystic powers, they want to merge sometimes, the yogis. They want to control, the yogis, they perform austerities and control their mind and meditate on Vishnu. Mostly they want mystic powers. They want to be able to control the sun, the moon, and earth and fire and so many mystic powers fly in the sky. And, but if they associate with a devotee, then they can 
develop the service attitude, and then they can get bhakti. Any other questions? Jaya Glory Sushi Prabhupada.